Welcome to the podcast. We do recover with Jared Miller, your host. And I'm Dr. Terry Sellers, your co-host. This is a podcast about recovery from addiction. We want to talk about what successful recovery can look like. Brought to you by Steps Recovery Center and the St. George Hilton Garden Inn. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that, Sean Denovan, our producer. Uh, okay, episode fifty-five. We're rocking and rolling. So we got a lot of new faces mm-hmm. and a lot of new voices in the studio today. <laughs> I'm super excited for this. Today we're going to be talking about recovery. We're going to be talking about relationships. And for that content, I've invited some friends on here. So we have Travis Cole and Brittany Christensen. How are you guys doing today? Good. Really Pretty good. Good. Thank you. Happy to be here. Good. 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 How's this Friday treating you? Awesome. It's really good. So far, so good. Anyways. We slept in this morning. It's nice. <laughs> I love it. That's I love it. Great. Yeah. That is always nice. And sitting next to me is my beautiful wife, Miss Cash Valley, former Cash Valley. 2016, Dang. like forever ago. Mandy Miller is <laughs> no joining me to co-host today. Super excited for this couple's this couple's podcast. Thanks, babe. Yep, thanks for having me. Yeah, this is I'm your be a fun Dr. One. Terry Sellers today. <laughs> yeah, just a lot sexier. Yes, my long t-shirt. Just a lot cuter than Doc Sellers. We love Doc Sellers, but he is a busy guy and he can't always be here every week. He's gonna be here next week uh with Will Alfin, but this is episode 55 and it's your guys' episode, so let's awesome. get rock and rolling. So first and foremost, I really appreciate you guys coming on. I love every single guest that comes on because there's a stigma around this thing, mm-hmm. right? Like there's Big absolutely time. a stigma around the disease of addiction. And this podcast is all about overcoming that stigma and moving into stories about recovery like your guys's, yep. kind of where you've come from where you are now. Talking about the stigma though, talking about the stigma, To help overcome the stigma, one of our sponsors is Recovery Strong. Recovery Strong is all about fighting addiction and strengthening recovery. And actually right now, if you go to their website, uh, you just go to recoverystrong.com and you click on the products. Right now, they're actually promoting their hoodies and their hats. So all hoodies and all hats are 25% off. At checkout, you just type in the promo code hoodie25. I know it, it, it... It even works for the hats, right? So Hoodie 25 is going to save you 25% off of any hoodie and any hat. Help us fight this stigma around addiction. Wear your recovery out loud. Again, thank you, Recovery Strong, Fighting Addiction, Strengthening Recovery. That's perfect timing now that the weather's cooling off. Yeah, right? Yeah. I know, I know. In St. George, though, it's like we start off freezing, I feel like. And then halfway through the day, I got to take my hoodie off. Well, how about you? Right, right. Well, yeah. that's, that's Utah. You just got to get used to that here. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> sweet, sweet. So episode 55, part one is also brought to us by Steps Recovery Centers, mm-hmm. where addiction ends and healing begins. If you or a loved one need help, give them a call. Reach out, 801-800-8142. I'm a little biased because I'm a counselor at Steps Recovery Center, but I, I would I just say it. like I, They're the gold standard. I, I love them. I do. I love them. So that is a bit biased. Yeah, it is. Uh, hey, <laughs> guilty, bro. Guilty, guilty is charged. Give steps a call. Reach out if your loved one need help. That's 801-800-8142. All right. Well, we got that stuff out of the way. You guys ready to rock? <laughs> We're ready. ready. Rock. Okay. You're not sleeping on us, are you? Nope. Not sleeping. <laughs> so what I've kind of thought of, me and Mandy were thinking of like, it would be fun if we got to interview these guys, right? Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so are you ready to hit them with the first question? No, I'm ready for new and goods. Oh, thank you. She's <laughs> she's keeping me on track. Wow. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Why don't you kick us off, Mandy? What's new and good in your world? Uh, okay. So it's fall break right now. I'm a teacher. So uh, as much as I love my students, I love having a break from them. fair fair. enough fair enough yes that's fair that's fair all right where do you want to go who do you want to pass the ball to uh Brittany (laughs) what's new and good for you um life's really good right now I'm so I'm the manager at for redhead supports I deal with um manage autistic and troubled youth with people with disabilities um I'm seeing a lot of progress in my clients lately and like learning so many new things about them I just took them to Venom too and like watching their faces like be so excited and just laugh and be in that moment and like no behaviors just totally in the moment is everything for me so that was just the other day um my son's eighth birthday is coming up we're doing his birthday party on monday and this is the first time that i've 
really gotten to do a birthday party that he's going to remember and be present for and not be like financially stressed or, you know, having to leave or not make it there if I make it at all, you know. So I'm really excited about that. We went to Baskin Robbins today and did his uh, birthday cake and I just let him go up there and, and said, hey, it's your cake. Design it however you want. The cake cost me like $60, oh but it's fine. He, he's, it's got Fortnite and everything that he wants and spider webs, you know, but it's just, I'm able to do those things today. So that's amazing. Yeah. Isn't that so cool in recovery? I would just like to say, thank you, God. Right. Yep. Like, yep. Thank you, God. Absolutely. The things we get to do in recovery. That's so cool. And you yep. appreciate him so much more. Absolutely. So man. much more. All right. Well, let's get it from you, Travis. What's new and good? What's going new on in your world, good. buddy? Um, I recently had taken a job up in uh, Winnemucca, Nevada, at a mine, and I'm doing underground construction up there. Winnemucca, say Winnem that five times. Winnemucca, <laughs> Winnemucca, yeah. Right. <laughs> and uh, I honestly, I'm enjoying it. It's uh, it's been a good transition for me, and I actually I feel like I get more time here With in me, Saint yeah. here in Saint George because uh, I get ten days off each month, so it works uh, it works good. Yeah. And, uh, so when you're here, you actually get to be present. And so I, I, yeah, like, I'm on my yeah, downtime like right now. I'm rad, present, man. and I. It feels like you get a long, get longer, you know, time to adjust. Because like on a weekend, you know, you uh, you get off work, and it's just like the whole weekend's catching up on energy. Yeah, you know? for sure, for mm -hmm. sure. So when when you're here and they got ten days off, it just it feels more you know fluid, and it's nice. He comes home to a honey-do list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you got 10 days. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, and the good thing is you only get that once a month, whereas other right. people get honey-do lists like every, every day. weekend. Every day. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So, but seriously, though, are they hiring? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds fantastic, man. Yeah, Sign me. You, you sold it, bro. You sold it. I, they, you should be like a rep, yeah, a recruiting I, rep for these I'm, guys. Like, yeah, I should be. No, it's, uh, it's been good. And... The schedule works for us, and it's uh, it's been good so far. That's so, awesome. Yeah, man. that is awesome. I'm grateful to have it. You want to check in with Sean? Yeah, absolutely. Got to hear about his motorcycle. Oh no, I actually have something that actually works with the with the podcast today. But yes, I did get a new tire for the motorcycle. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm all ready for spring riding. No, there's a friend of mine that I've had for about 15 years, a casual acquaintance. Uh, found out last week that uh, they are they just hit their 18 month sobriety. Nice. Had Fantastic. no idea about it. So we had like a little sit down going, so tell me everything. That is cool, man. That so cool. it was kind of a surprise. And uh, having, you know, I, you know, knowing you guys kind of come in and out, but having somebody that I've known that long yeah. say, hey, I had an addiction problem. I was like, Mr. Normie here, no clue at all. That's right. Oh, I love so that. I they're love on that. The, uh, they're on a, on a brighter path now, so it's good. You know what's cool Good. about that is I bet that you made his entire month just by like listening, being open yep. to it and not having like a stigma around it and being like just a good friend. Kudos kudos to you, man. That's awesome. Wait, for being a friend of my ignorance? Yeah. <laughs> or, being my, yeah. or being a friend after I found out. I guess you're really not that great of a friend if you didn't know, right? So <laughs> I just, I, I, I rule. <laughs> I'm so okay. That podcast right. is over. <laughs> See you next week. That's fired. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Thanks for the new and good, man. Thank you. That is a new and good. Yeah. Awesome. Well, let's get to it, baby. Kay. Let's get to it. Hit Jumping em. in. So, our first question for you guys is How long have you been together? We are going on almost six almost years. Six It'll be years. six years Super Bowl. Yeah, it's oh. been quite a while. Sounds like a magical Super Bowl six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> All it's, it was. It was. Yeah, it was. Do you remember who was even playing in it? No. I was I, high. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair, fair enough. enough. Fair enough. And Travis wasn't paying attention because he no. knew you. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. So regardless of whether he's intoxicated or not, right? <laughs> God. That's funny. That, yeah. that leads right into our next question. Yeah. No, it's how did you guys actually meet? Let's get the deets. So, we, well, Brad, met through Brad. That's <laughs> <laughs> his last book. We met at a friend's house. Cool. Yeah, and well, we just, okay, actually, I'm going to go here. So uh, I went to a friend's house because um, I was in active addiction and was trying to get out of a, a past relationship that was just toxic and not healthy at all. So I went to a friend's house where I knew that this person couldn't show up and find me. Mm. So I went to that friend's house and Travis was there and like, he was so quiet and like kind of shy and like didn't really see him talking to like any, but there's probably like seven people at this house at the time. But uh, <laughs> he comes into the garage and I'm like sitting there and he has this dog 
his little boxer named Chico, who we love to death. He <laughs> so he, he's like, "Do you want me to meet my dog?" <laughs> I'm like, "It worked." Yeah, it worked. I want to meet your dog. You know, so I'm like playing with the puppy, and uh, um, he goes, <laughs> "He's old." Do you want to go to Denny's? And I'm like, no, dude, it's like 3 a.m. I'm not going to Denny's with a complete stranger. And he goes, he's like, well, do you like cheesecake? I'm like, I love cheesecake. <laughs> and so he brought me back strawberry cheesecake, but like he was trying hard to get me to go to Denny's. I'm like, this dude is weird. I'm like, he's trying to kidnap me. Like, it seemed normal at the time. You know? <laughs> but he did. It was so sweet. He brought me back cheesecake and like, we just sat on this love sack thing and like I just ate my cheesecake and he didn't have it. Oh wait, no, you think you ate yours in the way. Yeah. Cause he had the container, but his was gone. <laughs> <laughs> but so it all, it, our relationship kind of started over cheesecake, strawberry yeah. cheesecake. That's right. And we yeah, nothing better. Pretty much stuck with each other ever since. <laughs> Dogs and cheesecake. Yep. Yep. Hey, so it was Chico's his name, right? Mm -hmm. Chico. Hey. Kudos to Chico, man. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and thank God for cheesecake. Thank God for cheesecake. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Thank God for cheesecake. That's awesome, bro. I know all the right things to say. So I'm going to get super <laughs> cheesy, right? It's time for the Swiss cheese. All right. Was it love at first sight, Travis? Uh, It was. It yeah? Was, uh, we were inseparable for quite a while. And then just, it, I don't know. I mean, That's so hard to believe because I look back at some of my booking pictures and I'm just like, like one of them, I look like Schmeagol in, like, help me, I'm poor, you know? And I'm like, and then it's funny because I look at some of those pictures and I'm like. I look like, within, though. I look within. Oh. There you go. He's getting deep. Thank goodness. Because I'm like, it. what did you see in me back then? Like, what, you know what I mean? But it had to have been something that I couldn't see for myself because I just, I had no, until I actually met Travis, I, there was nothing, like, I'd lost my son, you know, like, I just, everything that had meaning in my life, I didn't have anything to, like look forward to the next day or like smile yeah. about, you know, or anything to like break up that darkness that Absolutely. I had in my life, you know, until I met Travis. So, so was it, was it love at first sight when you saw Chico? Oh yes. <laughs> he was hey, my shoe and he was my shoe in. No, I love it. I love it. <laughs> in all seriousness though, let's roll into this next question I got here for you. So you're both people in recovery, mm -hmm. right? Right. So Travis, you also have had a, an addiction. Uh, at what point in your guys' relationship was the addiction pretty obvious? Like, was it you both pretty deep in addiction we beforehand, were, uh, or was it just personally? I was already in? deep in addiction. Okay, okay. I I had uh, started off with uh, prescription meds years and years ago, like years before we had even met, and so it just progressively over time got worse and worse and worse. And so, like when we first met, it was like the we were at rock, almost rock. Well, not mm -hmm. quite rock bottom, but. Um, we were at our, our like life lows yeah. when we first met yeah. and uh, we just kind of, it was, it probably wasn't a healthy thing when we first met uh, to be no. like latch onto each other. It was a more of a toxic trauma bonding. Yeah, was, yeah. Trauma bonding. Exactly. It was more toxic, but um, you know, somewhere in between all that, you know, we, we held onto each other and we made it out. So it's crazy how it all kind of transpired, but man, it's, we, we met at miserable times in both of our lives. Mm. Yeah. 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 I remember like questioning, like, why would I meet him right now? You know, when I just yeah. like, I didn't care to like to even try to look good. Like I was so used to going in and out of jail. That was a thing. Um, I mean, my clothes were always getting stolen left and right. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd be in the same every, outfit for three days. Yeah, everything sometimes, that comes along you with know, addiction. like it just, um, for and, sure. I, and I never knew what he's seen in me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Hey, this guy's gotta be a weirdo, you know, but I knew who I was inside. <laughs> Right. You know what I mean? Awesome. So I did pursue him, but, um, yeah, definitely it's, and it's funny too, because he used to always tell me when we were in active addiction that, um, he's like, babe, if you just hold on, I promise like I can be the man that you want me to be, you know? And he would tell me that all the time and everything that we've talked about, we've done today. Like yeah. we, we have goals, so cool. we have things yeah. that we pursue and we do it as a team, you know? So I love that. I love that. Yeah, that's fantastic. I'm, I actually am glad that you point that out, right? That the, <laughs> your priorities were. Because I, I think of like the Kevin McCauley documentary, right? Pleasure Unwoven, when he talks about how the brain becomes hijacked and that's what makes it a disease, right? Mm -hmm. This thing is not a moral defect. Like we're all, everybody sitting yeah. at this table is good people. Like it's a disease. And so I can appreciate that you pointed that out because the number one priority in your brain at that time, you were in full disease mode. Yeah. Oh, full on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. All right. You, 
Hit okay. him with the next. Okay, <laughs> we can do that. All right, so we kind of touched a little bit on this, but how did your guys' addictions affect your relationship? You kind of talked how it was a little bit toxic. Um, and then we also kind of want to know, uh, did it affect the connection you had with your families? Did it oh, affect severely. how they saw your partner? Kind of, yeah, what, what did that, that look like? What does like? that look like? It looks bad. <laughs> it looks yeah, really bad. It's just, and it's, <laughs> it's just sad. Like the, so... Share as much or as little as you're comfortable with. Okay, so what was the first question again? Because that was one. So, how did your addictions affect your relationship? Um, I hope you're okay with me talking about this, but here it is. Um, so Trav was an IV user. I wasn't. Um, so we would fight all the time, like daily, and like, um, I wouldn't want to be around people that were IV users because in my head at the time I was better than them because I did the drug a different way, but in reality. We're no, no we're, none of us are any different. We're all doing the same drug, just different methods of use, you yeah, know? That's splitting but, hairs, right? Yeah, yeah. But at the time, um, I would just be so overwhelmed with fear because I didn't want him to die and like doing CPR and just, you know, the falling asleep in and out. And so we would fight a lot over that, you know, and me trying to fix it's okay if he used heroin or meth, but if he did it the way I was doing it. So right, we would right, fight right. all the time and I would just be constantly stressed out and sad. And so we, we fought a lot. Yeah. I mean, it, it was just nonstop chaos. I mean, just the, you know, it, being on drugs, it's like an emotional roller coaster. You're just the ups and downs, ups and downs. And then you try to include a relationship in that and it's almost impossible. I mean, it's, you get chaos and that's what it was. Yeah. And, it, and like the, there were so many um, different men and women involved in, in active addiction that like you had to go to this person to get what you needed to get better. You know what I mean? So it's like, and then oh, I, that insecurity yeah. would come out like, why are you at her house? Why are you with her? And then he would tell me, babe, I'm just with her be, to get, to get stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, but in well, my, yeah. my mind, I couldn't like, you know what I mean? Oh, it, it's just Everything fear. Escalated. Everything was just yeah. fear driven yeah. and just, I, we were just constantly in fear of like losing each other. Yep or each other getting arrested. Cause like yeah. I, especially me, I always had warrants all, all the time. So like sneaking around town and then like his phone would die or like my phone would die and I wouldn't have a place to charge it. It was just chaos all the time and always having to like, hey, I'm not doing anything bad or to, to hurt you. You know what I mean? Or like if he didn't like somebody and I had to be around them to get what we needed, you know what I mean? It, that would cause issues. Like, yeah. and it was just daily 24 seven and 24 seven is a long time when you were on on drugs and staying up all night long, like. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I think, uh, Travis, man, you hit the nail on the head, chaos. Chaos. Chaos, yeah, bro. Absolute chaos. Yeah. And you don't realize it at the time, but now looking back, you're just, your your whole, your whole mindset and your, you know, your, your thought process was just chaotic. Mm -hmm. And it yeah. just, uh, well, when it you, was, when you have fear based, yeah. Yeah, when you have substances rolling around in the brain. Right. And then you're also, <laughs> Look, man, relationships are tough when two people are healthy, exactly. right? Exactly. Like the jealousy yeah. and the envy and the, yeah, the fear stuff that we're talking yeah. about. I mean, that's amplified times 10, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was, a you know, back then we, we were just completely dependent on each other, like just codependent and trauma bonding. And that's, you know, that's what held us together. And I guess, you know, looking back, it was, you know, it is what it is, but it, it was a good thing, you know, now, because it, it, did, it did keep us together through all that for some weird, crazy way it did. You know, just and, like thinking about that trauma bonding, what came up for me was, remember all those times that when I would fall asleep, I would be scared to fall asleep because Trav wasn't there because he, so a lot of times I'd wake up and he'd be gone. Mm. And it wasn't because he wasn't like cheating or doing anything deceptive, but that I just had instant fear when he, when I woke up yeah. and he wouldn't be there, you know, even if he's in the other room, it was just like, Oh my gosh, where's Travis? You know, and like, and sometimes it was like he'd go to get coffee or get a sausage sandwich or something. You know what I mean? Just innocent little <laughs> just things. Normal, yeah. But I'm already starting my day off just rough, yeah. just stressed out. Yeah. You know, and like it just fear, just fear-based living. Well, and for good reason too. If if you got warrants and you're running a gun and you're hiding right, out, right. and like you, you don't know if they if they're in jail, <laughs> you don't know if they're in the oh, hospital. Yeah. Like there's, there's, there's a whole been other level So many times that that really that's that, that was, was what happened. You know, <laughs> like one of us was in jail, or yeah. it just ugh. Yeah. It's exhausting. It's, it's, it's crazy to look back on. It really is. It's crazy. So share as much or as little as you want. I know there's some family dynamic there. You may or may not be related to some people <laughs> that made things hard. Share as much or as little as you want. What did that? What did that look like with the family? The dynamic? The family dynamic. I just, 
as far as my personal family, I, I pushed them all away. Mm. And I, I mean, do you think that you would have done that despite the relationship though? Because I was really good in my active addiction of pe pushing people away that I loved. I, I, it was kind of a slow progression over the years of just the, with like the prescription drug use. Mm -hmm. I just, I was just isolating myself. And I think me kind of going like snowballing, getting further and further into like harder drugs and then getting in a relationship, I just completely disconnected. Sure. Like mentally, yeah. emotionally, spiritually, everything. I just disconnected completely. And I, I just shut off. You know, sure. and I didn't want to be around my, I, I love my family to pieces and I, I just didn't want to be around them because I subconsciously, I knew what I was doing. I knew, you, you know, knew it was hurting them. I knew mm -hmm. it was hurting them, Yeah, for but sure, it's like, and, and all I could think about was just numbing myself, you know, and, mm -hmm. and it's just, uh, yeah. there's a lot, a lot of pain, a lot of, a lot of hurt was caused, you know, know, and I got a lot of uh, amends to make today, you know, and, it, and it's still, it's still a process, you know, like a healing process today. You know, yeah. and then things are, I'm closer to my family than, than I've ever been before. And I, I'm thankful for that, that I am close to them today, but it, it was, it was a hurtful time. Yeah. Hurtful time. That's always when things can shift and get more serious is when yeah. we start talking about how, what we did affected people we love. Right. That, it always gets deep right, right there, man. Yep. Yeah. Um, so for me, my, I come from a great family. My family's, I mean, my parents divorced when I was young. But um, that never really had an effect with my, like, the family dynamic. I was always loved, for whether it was from mom or dad or, you know, I have had some trauma and stuff go with, with family and, and divorce that comes with that. But I've always been loved. I mean, I've always been supported. Um, but I think the biggest effect that it had on my family dynamic was my oldest son, Aiden. He's 13 now that I don't have any contact with. Um, but that's good for my poor choices, you know, so yeah. hopefully one day when he's old enough, he'll come look for me and I'll be able to be the mom that he wants to find. That's like my biggest, you know, what drives me the most today is just to make sure that I'm that mom. But, um, and then also with my big brother, Michael, uh, he's a police officer for St. George PD. Shout out to St. George PD. Thank you for arresting me and saving my life. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Some gratitude. <laughs> um, I love it. But, uh, it was just really hard cause me and my, my older brother were really close and it hurt him to see me on bookings and warrants and like, you know, um, being at places where the cops are calling my brother and like, hey bud, your sister's here, we're taking her, you know what I mean? And just for Absolutely. him to get those calls, it hurt him, you know? And, Absolutely. And then um, like this is, so this is my second time, uh, uh, my second recovery. So the first time I stayed clean for about a year and then lost it. Um, so when he seen me go back out, you know, he was like, oh, I got my sister back. So when I went back out and when I would tell him, Mike, I'm going to get clean, I'm going to do this, you know, and like he, it just, he was scared to get close to me again. He was scared for me to be around my nieces and nephews because that fear of going through this again and then seeing me like, hey, where's my Aunt Brittany, you know? Absolutely. And then also with my son, Aiden, or my son, Dason, um, him having to be with my mom for a little bit because I just flat out could not take care of him. I couldn't like to be brutally honest, dragging him to different places that I was going was too much. I was too selfish at that time to have to worry about a child. You know what I mean? And I, and like, it would eat me up because I could not take care of this little boy that I love so much, you know? So at the time, um, having my mom take him was what was best for him and what was safest, you know? And that was the hardest thing that I've ever had to do, but I'm just glad that I had that, um, that maternal instinct inside to be like, you need to do this for your son, you know? And, Thankfully I've got him back today, you know, and, and that, that was hard. I like went through the sober living process and best thing I ever did for myself. Um, I could have him there with me on the weekends, you know, and I, but it, it pushed me to be like, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get my own house and I'm, my son's going to come back with me and I'm going to be his mom, you know, and I get to do that today. So beautiful, beautiful okay. goals. And I was going to say, I appreciate you sharing that. That, that took some vulnerability <laughs> and I can respect that. And if, if anybody can understand, I can understand I've, I've gone through some similar stuff, have some kids that I'm still waiting to have come back into my life. And yeah, and that's tough, right? And, and all we can really do is make a living amends until that day comes, yep. right? But I'm we just dream about sure that day that and we I'm pray about that day. That he wants to find. And we yeah. hope, wish, right? I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I understand <laughs> for sure. So I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys sharing that. And what I look forward to now that we've kind of gotten into the heavy stuff and people can relate to your guys' stories is talking about life in recovery today. 
So we've got some questions for you, focused a little bit more on life and recovery today. We also have some funny questions for you guys. I'm excited for the funny questions. She brought up the ice cream. Oh my God, we're freaking out. All right, we're freaking out. You guys are going to see. So cool. And then we also have a resource. Yeah, a book that we're going to reveal at the end. So listen to the end of this podcast. It's a book on relationships. It's a great one. It's one that uh, our pastor gave us when we got married. So all that fantastic stuff is coming up in part two. And more. That's right. We'll be back. (laughs) We'll be back right after this little 30-second commercial break. You are listening to We Do Recover with Jared Miller and co-hosted by Dr. Terry Sellers. We'll be right back after this short break with more of We Do Recover with Jared Miller, sponsored by Steps Recovery Center and the Hilton Garden Inn. I'm Desmond Lomax, one of the clinical executives here at Steps Recovery, and once you become the Steps family, you're just a part of the Steps family. A lot of us have overcome substances, overcome addiction, and now we're able to help other people. Second of all, we're also going to help you in a way where you can afford to be helped. Third of all, we're going to give you the same quality that many organizations are charging two to three times, and it's more about you than it is about our organization. We welcome you back to We Do Recover with Jared Miller, co-hosted by Dr. Terry Sellers. Brought to you by Steps Recovery Center and the St. George Hilton Garden Inn. And now with part two of our podcast, Jared Miller and Dr. Terry Sellers. Welcome back. We are in uh, part two of episode 55 with Brittany and Travis. Uh, We just finished talking about uh, their life and active addiction. We're going to move into their recovery and all of that fun stuff. But first, we're going to mention our other sponsor, the Hilton Garden Inn in St. George, Utah. It's always sunny and bright in the Hilton Garden Inn. Uh, did I say that right? Yeah, okay, you nailed great. it. Perfect. You're okay. so cute if right you, now. <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. If you uh, are traveling in St. George, give them a Google search. They're pretty awesome. They've got a great amenities. They're super clean. We love we love them. They're awesome. They really so. are. Absolutely. Shout out to those guys. Yes. All right. Can I kick it off with a question? Please do. All right. So let's talk a little bit about, about, about but, but it would help <laughs> if I could speak today. <laughs> <laughs> um, we wanted to talk about recovery. So I'm going to hit you guys with the question. Did you guys decide to get into recovery at the same time? What did that look like for you? Was there one that kind of led the other? Was it kind of like a get on my level, bro? Remember that when we were sitting and we're driving the car on that frontage road and we, we, gosh, we were just both so sick and just withdrawing and just, um, uh, just hopeless, like just really like exhausted and we were driving and Trav's like babe let's just get clean you know and like both of us have went to our parents and tried to detox on our own and like mm-hmm. I let him go and he let me go to my and, and not even call each other you know just trying to get clean and withdrawal and just see if we could do it never happened we'd make it like a week week and three days and then and be so sick that you'd just go back to using but uh so shortly after we were talking in the car about getting clean on the way to go pick up um we both ended up getting arrested. I, you got arrested a month before me, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. And then I ended up getting arrested and I told my probation officer that was on APMP at the time, shout out to Ronnie Ritchie. Thank you so much for yeah. saving my life as well. Um, so I was on, uh, APMP at the time and I just broke down to Ronnie and was like, Ronnie, help me. Like, how do I do this? You know? And, and I, and I told him, I was like, I don't give up on me. I want this. I just don't know what to do, you know? And I'm crying. I'm like in an addict that I was just pulled out of all dirty, you know, just <laughs> yeah. like, just looked yeah. rough, you know? And it's just like, if you didn't feel sorry for me, you're like, you're a terrible person. <laughs> you know? I just, I was like, help me. <laughs> so, um, I ended up pleading into drug court. Travis pled into drug court. Yep. Uh, I started a month before him and, uh, at the time, me and Trav weren't, we weren't, we, we've always been together, but we weren't like physically like we are now, you yeah. know? So I, I kind of went into recovery, like I'm going to do this and I have to do it for my kids. And he was in the same mindset. And so, um, we didn't know if we were going to make it out together. We didn't know what it was going to look like. We didn't know if we'd like each other when we got clean, right. you know, yeah. we, we honestly yeah. didn't know what was going to happen. We knew that we wanted it and we wanted to see if we had what we had in active addiction, sober and clean. So we, you know, just kind of focused on ourselves and we did drug court and drug court was 
the best thing that I've seriously ever done for my life. Um, I gotta give a shout out to Deputy Kyle, um, Sergeant Bowen, <laughs> scary, <laughs> but we love you. Um, yeah, it was. Thank you for the accountability. Yeah, yeah. Yes. we but need it. It, we it need was. It, we it was it. the best thing that we like. We talk about all the time. Like we miss drug court because, um, you know, it, and it is a lot. Like going into to um, court every Wednesday, going to UA is doing. You know, whenever they call, you answer. You know, but having that accountability and and just the support through everything. Like I've walked through some heavy stuff with drug court by my side that I'm like, I can't tell them this, they're gonna take me to jail. You know what I mean? But I built that relationship with just by showing up each and every day that they're like, as long as you show up, you know what I mean? We can work it out. But it's when you run and you just yep. don't be accountable or say what it is that you need help with, you know? So uh, drug court saved my life. I think we were just both at that point in our lives where we were just, we're ready for something different. Something, mm -hmm. something had to change or, you know. Even it, if it meant losing each yeah. other, we were just, we both and were. We were both there and I, Going to jail was the best thing that could have possibly happened to me. I enjoyed every single minute of it because I was just, I was done. And I wanted to do something different. And I, you know, I, I could have probably gotten out on, you know, been on probation or, you know, whatever. But I, I chose drug court because I, I, I genuinely wanted to get clean. I wanted something different. And I, I look back and it's, I, I love the accountability. I, I, I love, you know, um, having that structure again. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. it, it, it was so fundamental in, in our recovery, having that structure and having that, that support group. And it's, uh, it was a great experience. And I think it's a lot like recovery. You know, you, you, you make what you want of it. A lot of people just plead in drug court to just go through the system, go through the process and get, you know, an excuse to get out an, and an go excuse. Reuse. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I, we utilized it for what we wanted and it, it worked tremendously for us it, it, it was a great experience we went through a point where we were on like well you kind of remember this because <laughs> jared you were part of that <laughs> yeah we, so were. We, were, we were put on like a no contact go ahead, go ahead you know, contact. <laughs> get me in trouble <laughs> we were put on a no contact thing and uh you know so in this well first thing when you were in in rehab we did that and then um, so we were actually doing it. He, Travis was in residential and like, so that was hard enough. Like, oh my gosh, my man's in residential. Like, they, could this be happening? You know what I mean? Like, is this, <laughs> but then it, that selfish part came out. That's like, no, I need to let him do him and me do me, you know, yep. because I'm hurting too. That's nothing to do with Travis and Travis can't fix, you know, and vice versa. So, uh, we were, <laughs> we were at a meeting one night and this is actually how I met Jerry, by the way. <laughs> so we were at a meeting and I hadn't seen Trav um, out of residential since we, the last time I'd seen him was we were in the court holding room, both in handcuffs, all in stripes, shackled up, you know, and <laughs> waiting for our turn to plead in a drug court. And I, I'm sitting there, I was like, he's like, what are you here for? I'm like, I'm pleading in a drug court. And he's like, I'm pleading in a drug court too. And, and just like <laughs> that warmth came over, you know? Yeah. But so I finally seen Travis in a meeting um, when he was in Lionsgate residential and I came with one of my childhood best friends because I was, um, I didn't really have anybody. I didn't have my support system yet to go with, you know, and I don't want to go by myself. Yeah. So my buddy came with me and he's like this little, like just this little dude. And uh, Travis knows him, but he didn't like, doesn't know him clean. You know what I mean? Like right, remembers what right, he looks like. Right. I remember the night very well. Yeah. I know you so, do. So Travis is like I freaking know. out. He like walks out of the meeting and I walk out there. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Get in the meeting. You, you know, you need to be in there. And do you want to talk no, about it? No, not really, but. <laughs> yeah, pick it up from there, Trav. Okay. No, it's just, you, you know, you're you're still, we were talking about today, how just the clarity keeps coming back. I mean, it, it's still coming back today. Like a, a year ago, you know, you're still kind of in this fog and you're still, you know, mm -hmm. certain behaviors come, come to the Absolutely. surface, you know? And that was one of the behaviors was that insecurity and just that, that I don't, I don't know what it was, but I, I, I just, I felt threatened and I felt upset and it was like, you go through all this like, emotional, you be at a meeting yeah, with I had a whole else. fight with you without even talking to you yeah. in the meeting in my head, you know, yeah. <laughs> that interpersonal yeah, talk, interpersonal yeah. talk. Yeah. And, it, and it's crazy because you know, it was for nothing and it's, you're, you're still, I'm still, you know, coming out of that fog of, of drug usage for all those years, man. Can I tell my can I tell my side of the story? Yeah, let's hear your okay. side of the story. All right. All right. <laughs> so I'm working as a tech at the time. I've kind of worked <laughs> my way up in this industry. I've done transport. I've worked as a tech. I've worked as an intake manager, case manager. Now I'm a, a, a counselor. But I was working as a as a technician mm -hmm. for Lionsgate, 
And big Trav here, big dude. All of a sudden, I see him just furious, just <laughs> pissed, right? And we're at this fellowship meeting, and I just see him get up and walk out. And, of course, I'm the tech at the time, so I'm like, well, I guess here we go. Let's find yeah. out what's going on. I go, oh, so I'm like, dude, what's, what's up, man? What, like, what's happening with you? And he's like, oh, a girl's here. She's with some other dude. I can't believe this, bro. I'm just, I, I, he was freaking out, right? Yeah, he wanted Full to leave, on. remember? He yeah, was, he was trying to leave residential. Yeah. yeah, he was oh, talking about man. walking. Full on freak out. And I remember saying to him, like, like, Trav, big guy, calm down. Like, maybe it's just a friend. And I remember the look he gave me. If looks could kill, yeah. he's like, oh, a I friend? Know. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> so so then out comes, go ahead, give me what you got. No, nothing, nothing. I'm good. <laughs> Truth or false? Truth. Okay. Yeah, I right. don't okay. lie, because I know that looks. So, so then... Brittany comes out and I'm like, oh no. Okay. Like oh, this no. is going to turn into some craziness. <laughs> right. And, and at that point you're like, what's the matter? Right. Yep. And the whole time, like uh, as a tech, you're not supposed to let people have one-on-one -on -one interaction. No. Yeah. And so I had to kind of make a judgment call here. You know, I'm like, I don't want Trav to leave AMA. And so I let you guys talk and I can remember like the minute dude, the minute she told you that he, he's a friend of mine, like chill, each other, Dude, I, uh, deflated, bro, deflated. like a balloon, just, yep. just, and, and that's all how those fast. fears, that's how fast it goes up and then yep. crazy. all those fears were gone. And well, we got to yeah. say thank you too, because Trav at that time was so impulsive with his thinking that it, he'll just boom, just, you know what I mean? And I'm more of like, like if we ever do have little tips, we give each other that space and like to process stuff today, you know, we, we respect each other. But back then it was just like, nope. This is what I think, right. and this is what it is. Yeah. Well, and to be clear, this has been years ago. Yeah, at least yeah. two. Two. Yep. Two for sure, right? Yeah. So, so you've come a long way since then. Oh, and I just want to take a minute since I already said that, and we kind of talked about some of the heavier stuff in part yeah. one of this thing. And I just want to point out to you guys, like, you guys aren't a statistic. Like that's it's pretty cool. You guys are an exception. Not very many people that even start dating somebody in early recovery make it. Mm -hmm. And you guys started dating in active addiction. Like that blows my mind. Yeah. Like you guys, you guys are the exception. You really are. That's pretty amazing. You should feel pretty good about that. We do. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you too. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Perfect. I mean, there, there's a reason why in, in being in recovery and being familiar with, uh, you know, people, uh, the counseling that goes on and, and what people go through emotionally. I think, you know, I, I support the fact that people don't start relationships and recovery. Mm -hmm. yeah. I really do. I mean, it, it's, you're on a roller coaster of emotion and it's hard enough and, you, and, and you're just, you're vulnerable and you're, you're just, you're, you're at great risk, you know, with, with those kind of behaviors and feelings. And as long as we're talking about relationships for even maybe some people like Mandy, who's a normie, right. Who, who doesn't understand this whole addiction thing, even if you, and you can, maybe you can attest to this, even if you're going through a divorce, oh, take yeah. some time, oh, yeah. man, take yep. six months, take a year because right. you're not ready emotionally. You're not ready mentally. Right. You're not in a space where you right. can really decipher between healthy and unhealthy, good and bad. Right. Like anytime you go through, I always, I hate that we, create this thing so defined to just substance abuse because right. there's people that go through hard stuff and mental oh, stuff all the time. Yep. And so I would give that same advice to anybody that's anybody. going through something tough. Right. We went through a point where we were, we were in phase one of drug court, um, almost to phase two. And we, uh, they didn't want us like talking to basically, and it, and it wasn't because like, they didn't like either one of us had nothing to do with that. It was just for us independently for our, our, and, yeah, as individuals. Ourselves. And, uh, so, I mean, so we started off with, with sneaking out and like meeting up with each other and like parking lots and like, and then, but the whole time you're just so stressed out and like scared you're going to get in trouble. And like, we'd see Sarge's truck and be like, Oh my God, there's Sarge, you know, and like, <laughs> like, like, oh, like we're going to jail. We just joke about him hiding behind bushes. And yeah. Like, yeah. Right, right. But, um, so it, it's funny. Cause so we both were feeling the exact same way because, but I was the one to break. I've always been the more outspoken, like blunt one, like, I don't, I'm mad at you or I don't like this or, you know, like if you, if, if I feel some way, you're going to know a little more direct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I finally talked to Trav one night and I was like, listen, I can't do this. I love you. And it's nothing to do that. I don't love you, 
but I can't live like this because that secret keeping was just destroying me and it was destroying him and I could see it because he would be like, he would change right before I drop him off to the sober house and have to drop him off around the corner. You know, just like all <laughs> yeah. this unnecessary, sneaky, but deceptive it, living. But it's secret keeping. It yeah, really it was is. tearing us up and yeah, it, was it was starting to put a wedge between us and we both knew what it was, but we didn't, neither one of us wanted to hurt each other and say, right. hey, I got to focus on me because in fear of hurting each other, you know? So we finally talked about it and he's like, no way. I feel the same way. You know what I mean? I'm like, Oh, thank God. And we did it. And we finished out that they, they did like a two week, um, no contact. We yeah. seen each other at meetings and was like, that's it. And that was good enough, you know? Yeah. And, but it gave us that time to just do each other independently. You know what I mean? Like if I knew he had group, I wasn't calling, I wasn't messaging, you know what I mean? And vice versa. And it, it just, we needed that for ourselves, you know, cause I have, I have so much healing to do and he does too with his kids and his family that I have nothing to do with and I can't help. I can't fix that. You That's know? cool that you guys yeah. were, so we're going to talk in, in the resource that we're going to give out at the end of this thing about two concepts, love and respect. Mm -hmm. And I think it's super cool that both of you had the respect to give each other the space mm -hmm. to heal. That's amazing. You won't make it without it no. not coming out of addiction. It, that's just. It's very simply put, you will not make it if you do not respect each other's own program, regardless of what that looks like. Um, it, you just, it won't, it won't happen. You won't make it. Yeah. Mandy, why don't you hit him with the question you're wanting to get to? <laughs> oh, I kind of wanted to jump to the fun question. Should I do, should I jump? Yeah, to this hit him one? with this one. We want okay, this okay. one for sure. That's uh, a good one. Okay, perfect. So oh, no. she's smart. <laughs> How has your guys' past together strengthened each other's lives in recovery today? Um, we were, we, we joke and like. Um, don't bring up any, just don't <laughs> <laughs> He got the look, everybody. Yeah, if you're listening to this on a podcast, we, he got we, the look. We look at each other and like, just laugh about some of the, just, I'm not even going to, I don't want, I don't like this question, Mandy. Okay. <laughs> so, but we, we reflect back on some of the things that we did and went through and just like, oh my God, we did that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I would never dare talk about it with anybody else but him. And, but cause he was there, he knows. And like some of the things like he showed me videos of things that I've like just been doing or look like in the past. And I'm just like, please, please delete that. Get rid of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I but like, but we also, we, we, the things that we went through, we'll compare it to today. Like, um, like just like, oh my gosh, we have Wi-Fi in our own freaking names. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. we only us know the password and we don't have to give it out if we don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're not using other people's Wi-Fi, and we laugh about that, you know, like the utility bill, the car payments, everything is in our names, you know, and we look back and laugh at that. We're not borrowing people's cars. If we have to borrow our parents' car for what ours is at the shop or whatever, we, we look back and like, and, and reflect back on like how we're able to, um, we used to go from like returning people's cars with no gas in it, you know, and like hours late, you know, and today we're filling up the tank, getting the car washed, you know, like your lives are manageable. Yeah. yeah. Like we, yeah. you know, so we, we do that a lot with each other. And like, um, that would be sometimes, well, a lot of times Travis would just flat out be like, you're freaking being unmanageable right now. And I'll be like, <laughs> I know, you know, and he's using <laughs> therapy it's words the against word. you. Yeah. He, oh yeah. Word. So he'll be like, go take a bath and process. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and it works. Yeah, it Perfect. works. Like I personally, I, I can't secrets and just, and not even like the whole concept of keeping secrets, but like just the, the burden that puts on you like mm -hmm. emotionally and, and physically and, and mentally, it's just, I can't do that today. And so I, I, I live a completely different life than I used to live, you know, back then where there's no gray area, it's just black or white. And I, you know, that that's how I choose to live today. And that's what works for me. But like, I think the level of integrity that we both have today, it's just, it, it is still a work in process, but it's, it's, it's night and day compared to what it used to be. Well, know? and like, and I think it's definitely strengthened us in the fact that we would tolerate a lot of just little unnecessary things that had to be around, kind of like going back to having people or around or being at places, you know what I mean? Just anything questionable that could cause that fear because in those moments, it was legit. They were valid reasons to be fearful of losing each other, you know, in active addiction. But today we just don't tolerate it. Like there's not one person that could come in and tell me that, oh, Travis was here and I, there's no way. I wouldn't yeah. even sit and listen yeah. to it. And we, we carry ourselves as relationship like, that it's more disrespectful for somebody to even try and come at us with something like that than it would be for the actual whatever it is they said, you right, know? But right. that's yeah. how we 
we carry ourselves as a couple, we, you know, we know we're a team. Pr- we know how to protect yeah. each other. I mean, and, and that sounds really codependent, but at the same time, like we, <laughs> there's some healthiness to that. Yeah, sure. there is. And we, I mean, we just interest at heart. Yeah. We know each other's boundaries and we, we know what works for us. And we just, you know, we don't do anything that's, uh, or allow anything in our, in our life that's questionable anymore. Or that would that would give us bad, you know, those behaviors, or or even remind us of those behaviors. We 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 just we keep our boundaries today. That, so if I was to summarize, what I hear you guys say is you learned from those mistakes, mm-hmm. and you also have that experience through a connection. Like it's no longer just a trauma bond. No, we can it's just, an actual yeah. genuine. We walk through this together. It's the bond. relatability between us, you know, and, and the trust yep. is there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's amazing. It's just we we understand each other. Yeah. more more today than any day before and i just it's it's a, such a more healthy way to well, have like a we never fight we never fight like we never we fight. laugh all the time like because we'll see other people like fighting or like in public and we're like you know like we were never <laughs> like that right yeah, babe? <laughs> it was the complete opposite oh yeah and in, I mean, in it, was it was just one of us horrible. was bound to die yeah you know so it's yep. <laughs> it's funny you say that because it, it reminds me kind of when you when you have clients that are kind of knuckleheads or giving you a hard time, right? You get frustrated. Yeah. We're all mm-hmm. humans that yeah. work in and are around and fellowshipping and have sponsees and right. Yep. And so a, a big joke between me and Daniel, who I work with, is we'll get done complaining, then we always have to finish it with. But we were never like that, no, right? No. Never. <laughs> you guys kind of do the same thing when you see yes. the couples fighting. Yep. Like we were never like that, right? No. Reality oh is gosh, everybody so at some bad. point was. Yep. Yeah, we gotta get. I'm getting the look. Now I'm getting the look. Okay. These are too good. You can't. You can't miss them. Okay. Do you want me to go first? Yes, I do. All right. And I think start with this one. (laughs) Which one? Because she brought this up. Okay. All right. (laughs) He laughs before he asks. Thanks, Jerry. So you were taught. You you mentioned Baskin Robbins. So we're gonna quiz Travis on how well he knows you. Oh. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna put this man (laughs) to the test. All right. So Travis, if you're at Baskin Robbins, who has 31 flavors, bro. Which fa- which flavor is Brittany's favorite? The phones aren't working. You've got to order for her. She's expecting ice cream. You don't cream. get a lifeline. You don't get a phone or friend. <laughs> Give me oh an answer. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, You're coming home with ice cream. What flavor is it going to be? <laughs> she doesn't eat a lot of ice cream. She doesn't like ice cream. <laughs> um, Oh my gosh, this is that that's actually that's like loaded a loaded question. <laughs> it's the hardest question we've asked. I feel like it's not though. I feel, like, I feel Brit- like we've already talked about it. I feel like Brittany's wondering in her mind what one she wants. I'm a Gemini, so that doesn't count. I'm so indecisive about everything. Yeah, it, it changes every day. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well guess, because I'm gonna tell you right or wrong. Chocolate. Yeah. Okay. With a bunch of other stuff in there. there yeah. you go. It, oh, it okay. wouldn't be vanilla and it you know what I mean? It so Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I love it. With cheesecake, it's just plain cheesecake. I know that for yep. a fact because she loves cheesecake. Nice. But she doesn't eat a lot of ice cream. But what's my favorite ice cream? Um, we just talked about this the other day. Oh, it should be easy, though. <laughs> um, Pressure's on you now, Brittany. It's not Rocky Road, but it's like that Moon no. Tracks or something like that. That's nah, pretty close. Like the caramel. Well, what's it called, though? I don't know. It's like salted caramel. Yeah, salted, salted uh, car- yeah. nut caramel That's or something like that. Love it. So good. I love it. All right, you ready for Brittany's? Yes. Okay, so Brittany, if Travis was a candy bar, what candy bar would he be and why? A big hunk. See how fast and prompt she answered, Travis? That was good. Take some notes, man. That was Baby Ruth. Baby Ruth. Awesome. But why? <laughs> okay. Sweet and nutty. Should we hey, go? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that just that just happened. Yeah. That's awesome. I love you, Travis. You're hilarious, man. All right, Travis. So what would you say is Brittany's most embarrassing moment? I have a lot of those. Oh, there's a lot. (laughs) Her most embarrassing moment. That she would feel comfortable with you sharing on a podcast. well. (laughs) Don't involve my dad in this. No, no, no. This this is a good one. And uh, we, I use it daily almost to just remind her. Of Chicago. She already knows. Is that knows. what you're talking about? I hate you. All right, we got to get the backstory. Was it Boston? Yeah, okay. We were talking about Boston. She's like, 
Boston, isn't that in Chicago? <laughs> well, Boston's in Chicago, right? I don't know why, but I like. She thought Chicago yes. was a state. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> and she was thinking that Boston was a city in Chicago. In that state, that's awesome. And so whenever she says something like, just, you know, kind of questionable now, I'm like, Boston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boston. I love it. I love uh, it. So funny. She had a moment. That, that happened funny. one time. <laughs> And it will live with you the rest of your yes, life. I know. <laughs> that was funny, though. Oh. Okay, so Brittany, what's the most annoying thing that Travis does? <laughs> They're going to hate us when this podcast <laughs> is over, babe. What are you trying to do here? <laughs> um, when we're sleeping, he knows that I absolutely have to have my foot or my whole leg over his leg. And, oh. and he'll, he'll be like... Your stupid leg out of here, <laughs> you know, and like he'll like kick it off. But the way he's, it's not mean when he says it. Like he'll laugh and he'll be like, and then he'll be like, okay, give me your stupid leg, and he'll pull it back. <laughs> but I'm like, why do you even kick me off for a little bit? You know, yeah. why do I have to be miserable oh. and be I feel cold? Trapped, as you know. Yeah. But it's like so that to me is just like. Don't. Why are you wasting time when you know I'm coming in? You know what I mean? You know that my, my stupid leg is coming in. So why fight? You know what I mean? So that, that annoys me. Oh, and he leaves hilarious. his hair in the sink a lot. Oh, I know somebody else is guilty uh, that's of that. you. No, that yes. is. Yeah, are you I do not have long You leave your hair. hair. You shave <laughs> in the drain. The sink. <laughs> in, the, in the shower drain. Yes. Like, now, I now, mean, that, just... now that we're all dysregulated, <laughs> this, this book right here, okay? It was given to us by our pastor when me and Manny got married. It's called Love and Respect. Uh, the Love She Most Desires. It's up here on the wanna... screen. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. The author is? Go for it. I can't say that <laughs> name. You know that. Dr. Emerson <laughs> Egriches. Dr. Emerson Egriches. <laughs> yeah. Did I nail it? I think that's it. Awesome. So check it out. It really is a good book. All men really want is respect. And all what women really want is to be reassured that they're loved. Thank you guys so much for coming on here. Thank and you for having us. Thank you for, Thank you for joining us today on We Do Recover with Jared Miller. Help us spread our message of hope. Like, comment, and share. If you have any topics or ideas for future shows, please share that on our Facebook page. That Facebook page is We Do Recover with Jared Miller. If you or a loved one needs help, please reach out to us. Again, thank you for listening. Brought to you by Steps Recovery Center and the St. George Hilton Garden Inn. This has been a production from A Podcast Studio.